everybody, and welcome to episode five of Ask Jawson. So, I am your host, Joshua Jerzak. I am joined by Dawson March. Dawson, how are you doing? I'm doing, uh, well, I'm doing great, Josh. I'm doing great. You're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, uh, this is a little weird episode because something happened with the audio files uh, while we were editing, so the when we recorded episode five originally, this is our second take of episode five. When we recorded it originally, um, it was like several weeks prior to now, uh, and it was only like a segment of episode five that was not good. So rather than us completely scrap the episode, we felt that it would be better if we just record a first half and then put the second half of the original um at the end so but there's a little bit of explanation leading up so uh this next segment is going to be us explaining the uh episode me and dawson have this Thing. I don't know how we do it, um, but we just manage to bounce off of each other and create these crazy scenarios um, where we e- either like just make scenarios or we like have we've made like a quote unquote movie, like an a- rough outline of a movie script one time that two movies. We made a, I had sequel. a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was revolving around the bipolar magnetic reversal theorem. Now, I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast. We've not. Okay. So I'm not going to let Dawson explain what the bipolar magnetic reversal theorem is because he's going to give you some BS answer. That's not true. And you're going to confuse everyone. I just want to show you something real quick. (laughs) As you can see here, we have... Two poles on the Earth, a north and a south. Wait, north and a south. No, I'm kidding. This is just my notebook from the last time I explained the bipolar magnetic reversal theorem. You can see, I see, you see theorem there, and you see yeah. the graph there. I'm not gonna do it this time. It'll take an hour. Yeah, uh, that was quite the bit. Yeah. Uh, but sorry for all you podcast listeners, you didn't see the oh, notebook. Oh, that's right. It's a notebook full of <laughs> nonsense drawings. <laughs> yeah, just nonsensical scribble. Um, Dawson has this thing where whenever something is, like, unexplained or he's trying to pretend to be smart, I'm not saying you're dumb, Dawson. You're not dumb. Um, but I but, do pretend to know well, everything. Yeah, you and me, uh, pretend to be smart in order to be dumb as humor, like, or, like, sometimes we'll, like, dumb ourselves down. Like, we're not as stupid as we think, or as we, pers- we like, show ourselves or present ourselves. Uh, we're actually pretty smart guys. I wouldn't say geniuses, but, like, there are topics where we know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but there are some times where we are, both of us are out of the loop and have no idea what the hell is going on, and Dawson will always just pull out... Oh yeah, that's because 
of the bipolar magnetic reversal theorem just to sound smart. And so I, he said that one time while we were in the car and I was like, dude, one of these days you're going to say that to someone and it's going to be like a scientist and they're going to actually be like, oh my God, do you know about the bipolar magnetic <laughs> <Yeah>. reversal theorem? <laughs> It's going to be like a, a mind-blowing, like, revolutionary thought. Yeah, and Dawson's going to just have to pretend like he knows what it actually is. And then, then we spiral out into, like, it's an actual thing. And, like, it creates, like, human, like, leaps and bounds in, like, technology. And, like, it revolutionizes the world. And, but he's faking it the whole time and has no idea what he's talking about. But he's somehow managing to just change the world for the better. And the premise of the movie was uh, Jonah Hill plays Dawson. And then there's a news reporter played by Shia LaBeouf who is on to Dawson and is like, oh, this is just really fishy. And uh, he goes through the whole movie like trying to like debunk and like prove that Dawson is a fraud and then like Dawson I think we made you like pass away and it's like after the fact that you passed away that he finally figures out that you were a fraud the whole time but now he's faced with this dilemma of uh do I like Deface I, the name of Dawson. Do I deface Marsh? the name and like undermine all of this technological advancements, or do I just live with this like pressure and this knowing of like everything is a fraud? And then we made a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that this movie, this movie, right? It sounds super like serious. Episode, sounds great. Like, sounds awesome. It's a super serious, like taken serious. Uh, movie and uh, yeah you can explain the sequel well explain how the first one ends uh, the first one ends I don't I actually have, don't remember at all we we ended it with the rapture <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we just like, and then the rapture happens <laughs> Jesus descends and just hell breaks loose and then the sequel because and then there's, like, a, there's a to be like, continued yeah, it'll just end. Like, that's it. And so everyone's like, oh my god, what happens? Like, it's such a serious movie. Like, what happens in the rapture? Like, does it, does it go into, like, a post-apocalyptic, like, thing? Like, what, what happens? And so then, um, oh, and when me and Dawson are, like, pitching, like, the first movie, we're, like, everyone, like, because it'll be one of those movies where, like, people, like, overanalyze like, there's just some movies where people overanalyze. They're like, oh, because he wore a blue cape. Blue cape, the, like, the color blue represents, like, royalty or some stupid crap. And it, like, ties to his royal, like, family line or some stupid crap. And it's like, no, he's just wearing a blue cape because blue is cool. Like, and so that would be, like, our movie. And we're like, oh, yeah, that scene, it, it could mean, like, life. And the the fragility of life and like some stupid the way crap he that said, like people just eats up. The way he said thank you really insinuates that he actually did not mean thank you. <laughs> exactly like but that. But that he like, knew the world was going to end. 
Yeah, and so, like, everyone's just, like, super intrigued into it. And then, uh, yeah, you could explain the second movie because, good lord. <laughs> yeah, so then the second movie opens up, and uh, basically, uh, what happens is, like, I think Shia LaBeouf's in a restaurant, right? And uh, he's ordering food, and you see uh, a stalk of celery walk into the restaurant and take a seat and order. Like, there's no issue. And, like, people are, like, watching this like, what? And then that's when the movie just gets weirder. Yeah, it's like, never addressed. And we always, we, we figured we'd put, like, stuff in the background that's just, like, out of place. Like, it's not crazy. Like, it looks exactly the same. But it's just never addressed. Like, the rapture is never addressed. Nobody yeah. talks about yeah. it. Nobody's like, hey, do you remember the rapture happened? Like, nothing. It's never talked about. But just things are out of place. And it's never yeah. the same. Like, when Shia LaBeouf is done ordering his food, he eats his food and everything, and then he goes, he leaves the restaurant, but he, like, crawls out of the restaurant for no reason. Like, like weird stuff like that, but like then he gets out of the restaurant, stands up, and walks away, and like nobody ever says anything. Yes, it's never addressed. I think my favorite scene that we came up with. <laughs> so again, it's not a comedy. We I cannot stress this enough. It's not a comedy, but the one scene we made is this. Uh, this like broccoli or celery stock or whatever like no i think we made it morgan friedman yeah morgan friedman walks into the ha this house to like talk to shia labeouf and um he he sits down they talk at the dinner table this and that and then morgan friedman goes to leave he picks up a briefcase that he did not walk in with <laughs> It's never explained whose briefcase it is. He just picks up a briefcase, walks out, and then there's a laugh track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just once in the movie. The just once. The only laugh track in the whole movie, and it's never explained. It's not a funny scene. It's, it was supposed to be, like, a very somber scene of, like, at, like Morgan Freeman giving like Shia LaBeouf like life advice and stuff and he just goes picks up this random ass briefcase and walks out <laughs> and like people <laughs> the laugh track people are cackling like I want people to be like dying crying and like laughing for a good like 30 <laughs> seconds yeah and then just but, stops but this is the kind of crap that we we were just in the car ride just thinking of this crap so the point of this podcast is I'm going to read off some writing prompts. I kind of, I like skimmed over them. I didn't think too much about them. Um, and I think we're going to, we're going to try and come up with our own storylines for them. We don't have to go too into depth um, or we could go into as much depth as we want. And and we'll have lots of liberty with, with what is in these prompts, correct? Like... We can go any direction we want, really, as always. We're basing it off the prompt, correct? Of course. Okay. Yeah. We, we can make it a comedy. We can make it a drama, romantic, okay. whatever, whatever the hell we want. Uh, welcome back. You've made it to the other side. <laughs> we're here. We were waiting for you this whole time. It's nice to see you again. I hope you guys enjoyed that explanation. Uh, 
yeah. from our former selves, our past selves. We were so young. We, we were, were such young. babies. We were naive. You know, <laughs> we thought things would work, and obviously they did not work. <laughs> Never young and worked. stupid. But now we're wiser. We understand. Yeah. You can see, so. you can notice a couple of differences. Um, first of all, I now have a uh, microphone in front of my face here, hopefully to uh, alleviate some of the technical difficulties we've had. And uh, we have, we've changed some things around in our recording process. So hopefully it all goes smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, I think it should. We yeah. shouldn't have any problems. Yeah. So jumping into the first writing prompt... You ready, Dawson? I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm ready to go. All right. When you were 10 years old, a dragon saved your life. No one believed you until he came to your house today asking for a favor. The dragon came to my house asking for a favor? Who else would be coming to your house asking for a favor? No, no, no. I mean, I was just clarifying. You know, I need to understand yes. the prompt. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, the dragon, the comes, dragon from- comes and he's like, uh, I don't know. Well, how do we want the dragon to sound? Do we want to give him like a high, like voice of like, well, like a Barney voice? Like, <laughs> oh, no, Barney's a low voice. Wait, I don't even know what Barney sounds like right now. He, he sounds like, "I love you, kids." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So our dragons, our dragons are creep. Are uh, all canonical? All dragons are creeps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show me a dragon um, that is not a creep. I, and yeah. I'll retract that statement. I want him to sound like uh yeah, like a creep like like he comes up to your door, he's like, Dawson And my mom's I, like, I saved you ten years ago. Please help me. My family opens the door like Dawson, there's a really creepy dragon here to see you. Let's think We need we need a plot. So, what was the, what was the thing you saved him from ten years ago? Let's think. What was? No, the dragon saved me. No, you saved the dragon ten years ago. No. So now he's Dawson. I read the prompt. <laughs> when the... you were ten years old, a dragon. Oh, you're right. I read the prompt. <laughs> I feel stupid. Because the dragon's asking me for a favor now, because it helped me. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years later, the dragon's asking me for a favor. The dragon saved your life. No one believed it until... Oh, okay. So now you have to help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. So what did the, so you're asking what did the dragon do for me as yeah, a baby, as a ten yes. year old? Um, well, for making it into a movie, uh, what did the dragon do for the main character? Uh, oh yeah, that's true. That's true, the main character. Um, it has to be something like I'm trying to think something like really stupid, but is it, it needs to have the favor returned. He. He threw out the expired yogurt that you were going to eat. That would have ended up actually killing me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, because the main character's mom. The main character never reads labels. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, the ba- the main character was a baby at the time, right? Uh, No, it was 10. 
Oh well, ten, when you were ten years old, baby, babies are ten years old. Am I? I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> ten year old. So, so basically, the kid's mom is always just like, "No, that milk's still good. No, those eggs are still good." It'd be like six years old. No, that yogurt's yeah. fine. And one day, the dragon comes in, and mm-hmm. it's like, "No, that yogurt's not fine." Takes it and throw and flies away with it. Yes, because dragons eat expired food. The dragon's like, I'll take this back to my kids. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. So, ten years later, the dragon shows up, or whatever, however long later, the dragon shows up and says, Hey, dude, remember that time I saved you from eating that yogurt, you know? <laughs> well, basically, I need you to go kill this dragon, this other dragon for me. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, something, like, so disproportionately, yeah. like... There's, it, it, they're not equivalent at all. But like, what are you gonna do? Argue with a dragon? I need you to go uh, <laughs> slay the god of death for me, real quick. Thanks, man. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so funny. This dragon's like, dude, remember the time I like took that expired yogurt when you were ten? It's like, no, I don't really remember no, that, but I kind of something's ringing a bell. It's like, yeah, well, I need you to go save the world. Uh, all right, so we need we need a main character. Who is the main character? Danny DeVito, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito. Uh, no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, are you saying who is the main? Like, who plays the main character? Or like, tell me a little bit about the main character. Let's let's start with in the story. Okay. Uh the main character like what's the main character's name? Uh backstory little This main character is just some nobody. Some yeah, I nobody. think he should be just the most mundane yeah. human ever. So like Jeff. Yeah, I agree. Jeff, just some random kids, just like no offense to any Jeffs out there, but like just a Jeff. You know, he's not some yeah. sort he's not like some some ex- except, except you. Y- you know who we were talking about. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff that you know that you know. Might as well just turn this podcast off, Jeff. Just listen. Yeah, we don't even you want you know who you. you are. Just stop. But other Jeffs are fine anyway. <laughs> so this is just some regular Jeff, regular old <laughs> Jeff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh, who's like not doing great in life? Like has lots of bills to pay. Uh, yeah lives in like i don't know lives in filth you know what i mean like just like his life is i don't think it should be like in shambles i think just like what some people would con could consider boring in a way okay of like he just like wakes up in the morning has a daily routine i see okay yeah. goes to work uh like as a cashier he at pays, like a convenience store. He pays bills and he pays bills and dies, basically, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that like he's just going through yeah. life, like going through the motions and like it's just, you know, once he finishes his work, he just comes home and like watches TV and like that's it. So that brings the question that brings up the question then is just like this dragon shows up, it's like, hey dude, I need you to do this crazy thing for me. And mm-hmm. then uh the main character, Jeff, is just like not really into the idea, so maybe like turns it down at first. Oh yeah, he completely slams the door in the yeah. dragon's face. Yeah, He's like, yeah. nah, dude. 
And then, like, I feel like later on, like, he's just, like, his life gets more and more boring. Yeah, when the dragon shows up, uh, it kind of opens his eyes to, like, um, like how mundane his life is and how repetitive it is. And it slowly chips away at him until finally he's like, how I do like, I find this dragon I feel now? Like his, girl, like his girlfriend has to break up with him. Like, like just things got to start going wrong for him, too. You know what I mean? Like, after the dragon leaves... Yeah, like, like little things have yeah. to go wrong for him. Yeah. Again, I don't want this man's life to I, I go to shambles. I want this man's life to be misery. <laughs> I want Jeff to be so sad. He gets fired from his job. No. Yeah, because because uh, no. because uh, the, because they start hiring robots to be the the cashier and everything, and so the uh, this robot comes in. It's like, hello, Jeff. Sorry, the boss wanted me to tell you you are fired. <laughs> Now what is the code to the break room? <laughs> it's like, it's, and then Jeff goes home, sits on his couch, and tries to order Uber Eats, and then they Uber his Eats. His order gets his order gets canceled. Yeah, because they they deliver it to the wrong house, and just like <laughs> his life's just like everything keeps going. What else can go wrong for him? You know. Uh, I'm trying to think what else could go wrong for him. <laughs> Um, How else can I screw Jeff's life? Uh, he only has he only he doesn't really have any family, right? He just has like a. What kind of family does he have? Um, probably like. Uh, I want to say like, and like either a sister, a sister, or an aunt. Okay. Like not necessarily like a parent. But, like, someone, like, off, you know? Yeah. But his aunt hates him. <laughs> what? Despises no. Jeff. They just don't talk. Like, they just, okay. they're just not close. Okay. All right, fine. She checks in, like, every once in a while to see if he's okay. Yeah. And, like, that's it. Jeff, how you doing, honey? Uh, I'm good. I just got fired. Just got fired? Yeah, just got My fired. My girlfriend broke up yeah. with me. <laughs> And his girlfriend, like, he sees, he sees his girlfriend driving My down the street. dog got hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> he sees his girlfriend in the in the car with her, her new boyfriend, who's, like, super cool and wears sunglasses, and they run over his dog. <laughs> that's, that's how it happens. And he's just looking out the window. Oh his dog gets hit, and he, just, he doesn't even, like, cry or anything. He's just like, well, that's it. That's my life sucks. I no. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Anyway, and then he sits on his couch. And then end movie. Yeah. He credits. <laughs> credits roll. <laughs> oh man. You know at the end of credits when like pictures. I mean the prompt doesn't say we have to include the dragon in the story. He just shows up. That's a really good point. And he no, just shows still, up, and his life just goes to crap. And then his aunt's, like, and then his aunt's like, "So anyway, like Jeff, how you doing?" And Jeff's like, "Well, you know the dragon I used to tell you about when I was a kid. Like it showed up to my house today." And his aunt's like, "All right," and she writes down a number to like a mental hospital. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, I want you to come over later tonight, okay? <laughs> Jeff's like, "All right, all right, Aunt Janice." Oh my god. And then he goes over to Aunt Janice's and. She's like, oh, why don't we get into the car? We're going to go get some food, okay? They stop at Taco Bell, and then they go to the mental hospital. 
And then <laughs> that's the end right there, man. I don't think you can just check someone into a mental hospital hey, without, so, like, hey, their so, permission. And, like, you need, like, a, a doctor's note saying, like, yes, he is actually mentally unstable. I feel like if you walked into a mental asylum, a mental, sorry, not asylum, mental hospital, <laughs> and we're just like, uh, yeah, my nephew here uh, thinks he sees a dragon, and the dragon keeps showing up at his door, and they're like, yep, all right, well, that's room 33. <laughs> Legally, you still can't. You have to have a doctor. This is a, this is like one of those black market mental uh, hospitals. An asylum. Yeah, it's an, it's an asylum. <laughs> you were correct the first yeah, time. That's yeah, they an walk asylum. in. Yeah, my nephew here keeps seeing dragons. Yep, we've seen this one before. <laughs> Check them in the room 33. <laughs> they put all the people that like have spoken to dragons <laughs> in the same room <laughs> but what if <laughs> what if they all actually have seen the same dragon yeah that's what i'm thinking <laughs> and like what's this dra- what's the dragon's name like i because I, I have an idea um what if it's like um oh i wish i had like a dragon like name generator like horgoth what was that? Nothing. <laughs> Did you say Korgoth? No, I said something far more inappropriate. Okay. Uh, I think the dragon's name should be Korgoth. Korgoth. That's a good one. Korgoth. That's a good yeah. one. So Korgoth just shows up at the mental hospital, like knocks on the door to like this this room 33. He's like, hey guys, how's it going? And they're like, hey, Korgoth. Hey, <laughs> Korgoth. It's like, oh, Jeff, you're in here now too? Yeah, yeah, Korgoth. But so all of their uh, like stories, like they explain like what happened to uh, like when they like what happened after they met Korgoth, and all of their stories are like, uh, oh, like I stubbed my toe or something, and like that was like their shitty experiences, and Jeff's like. My girlfriend broke up with me, and then she ran over my dog, and I got fired, and now I'm here. Like, what? Why did I get, like, like yeah. screwed over here? Oh, my God. And then when Korgoth shows up, Jeff's pissed. Yeah. Korgoth, you ruined my furious. life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This could be so funny. Because it's just oh, like, oh, it's such a depressing oh. movie. But the plot twist is, so this has to all happen within, like... 15, 20 minutes in the movie. Yeah. Right? Of course. The adventure is Jeff goes on an adventure and gains, like, you know, you know how, like, the hero has, like, uh, not followers, but, like, allies or whatever, like, that, like, help them out. He He gains, like, a party, and then his objective is not to help Korgoth out and, like, save, like, defeat like the lich king or whatever he's going to join the lich king and then kill korgoth yes we're gonna kill korgoth yeah deal that's that's one of those movies just like ship it make it go ahead here's the money produce it what if we flip it to where like korgoth in the beginning makes it out to where like the skeleton king is, is we'll call him the skeleton king yeah the skeleton king is like super bad and like wants to destroy the world and then all of this bad stuff happens to 
uh, Jeff, and he he then sets out to go meet the Skeleton King. When he finally meets him, the Skeleton King is actually the nice guy. Yeah. And then uh, Korgoth is actually the like bad dragon. Korgoth is trying like, to take advantage like, of who's it? Smog. Yeah, from in, from the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. is he like a bad dragon or something? He's a bad dragon. That means a bad, <laughs> bad dragon. Listen, I've never seen the movie. I don't know. I I've never seen the movie dragon. either, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I did read the books, but I mean, I think Smog. I, I, yeah, Smog is the villain. Or Smaug. Okay. <laughs> Smaug. Smaug. Um, oh, the funny story about that is that uh, mm-hmm. I actually did see the movie. One of the movies. Sorry. But in uh, 10th grade, we had to read The Hobbit for English class. And so, mm-hmm. of course, everyone's reading The Hobbit. And I'm like, the mo- there's movies. Like, why would I read the book? So I went to go watch the movie. And I went into class. And my teacher asked a question about the book. And I just raised my hand. I was so confident and told this, like, 10-minute story about what happened in last night's chapter. And she's like... <laughs> So, Dawson, you're going to go outside into the hallway and actually read the book today? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Everyone just started dying. Because it's like, yeah, they put that in the movie and not in the books. It's like, oh. That's so funny. It's like, that was a bad call, Dawson. <laughs> but anyway, back to our Korgoth and the Skeleton King. Yeah. So, the Skeleton King. The Skeleton King isn't even like a skeleton. The name is very misleading. He's just like a, a normal he's a, king. He's a skinny dude. He's just like, yeah, yeah people call he's, he's very skinny. Yeah. He's like, I just have a high metabolism. I can't control it. Yeah, like, man. But anyway, it's a, he's like, he's like, but anyway, yeah, Korgoth's been like bothering me for the past like couple of weeks now. Yeah. And he keeps sending people to like try and kill me. But like, I'm just trying to run a country here. And then, and then it's just like, and then you go on an adventure to kill Korgoth. Yeah. Okay. And all of his uh, legions of evildoers. This is insane. Because we start off with like such a depressing movie. You meet this skeleton king who's just some regular skinny dude. Who's like the king of the country that they're in. Which has cars. <laughs> which have which has cars and, and jobs yeah. taking place. Like taking over by. It's like a mixture of sci-fi and fantasy. You know, you have robots taking over jobs, but right. you also have kings and dragons and stuff, you know, ruling mm-hmm. the nations. Um, but it still looks medieval, like a medieval robot. Oh, that's so like, sick. That would be super yeah. sick. Like, it's, mix, like, yeah. sci-fi technology, but, like, in a medieval world. That like, is And a cool still, idea. like, the medieval aesthetic. That's a really cool idea, actually. Like, the yeah. robots are, like, really slow-moving, like... Like steams coming out of them and stuff. Like, oh, Ooh. like a steampunk, yeah. It's like steampunk, like, but like still like, like it's like medieval, medieval armor almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be super cool. That'd be cool. But there's also cashiers at a convenience store. <laughs> like, like yeah, the, like they still have like the modern like conveniences yeah. of like uh, a like convenience store. Water bottles. Um, yeah, <laughs> water bottles. That's the only thing they sell at convenience stores. Yeah. Um, like things like that, like just the modern convenience. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I oh think that God. would that would be super cool. I he goes off, but they don't have like guns and stuff. Like you still have to like kill him with the traditional like sword and shield or yeah. like uh, like magic too. Like there's there's still like magic, like medieval magic in this world. But every single time he kills somebody with a sword, it's like, man, I really wish there was an easier way, perhaps some sort of explosive device <laughs> shooting out projectiles that I could use. 
oh well i'll continue with this and then he kills somebody else with a sword keeps bringing yeah. it up like they they continuously hint at like a gun you're like all right yeah. he's talking he's obviously talking about a gun just yeah. go get a gun yeah but they never no, do never do yeah the whole never. movie even at the end when he kills korgoth it's just like there's a gun like in the background you see it but he's like man i wish yeah. i had a better tool than this dumb bronze sword here Oh, he goes to to do like the finishing blow. His sword is broken and he's like ah, ah, frantically looks around, sees a gun. He sees yeah. the gun. Yeah. He picks it up and just starts bashing it. <laughs> <laughs> just starts hammering oh, him. With that the is gun. so fun. That's perfect. <laughs> so this movie's also a comedy. Yeah, it has to be a comedy. Oh yeah, this yeah, yeah this yeah. movie is totally yeah, not taken seriously at all. At all. Uh, so now we need actors. Who's gonna play all these characters? Okay. Korgoth. Uh, well, yeah, I, who's I don't, gonna voice Korgoth? It's pretty incredible how they got an actual dragon for the Hobbit. Like Smaug, we should have the actor who played Smaug come in and play uh, Korgoth because I don't know any more any other dragons. <laughs> yeah, you know? we're not gonna have the actor that played Smaug. Gonna have Smaug himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the dragon actor. Yeah, they got yes. a real dragon. Yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna have Smaug come, and it's just like, wait, isn't that Smaug? No, I'm Korgoth. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist to think we all want to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. Okay. So Smaug plays Korgoth. The Skeleton King should be played. I think it'd be funny if it was Steve Buscemi. Cause he's just like he's just like what I'm just uh, I'm just a skinny guy playing you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my Steve Buscemi impression's not even close but uh, that was spot on thank you thank you I've been practicing um uh, and then we need someone to play Jeff Tony Hawk <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Tony Hawk in his movie debut. Yeah. I don't think he's ever like he's been, been in, in movies. Before. He's definitely been in movies. Uh, he's never been like the main actor of a movie. I was I just gonna yeah. say he's not even like a supporting character. Like he's had cameos. Yeah. In uh, watch somebody's movies. gonna correct us. Be like, no, no, no. Don't remember. Don't you remember Tony Hawk 20, 2003 greatest movie of all time? But yeah, I think having. Uh, Tony Hawk be the hero because I was trying to think of like a mundane so like celebrity who could like just play yeah. a mundane person and he he even though he you know is a pro skater and is incredible and an overall like super nice guy yeah um that's I think he would completely, totally fit the role of Jeff. He's just a chill guy, you know. Yeah, and I think he could, uh, he could play a really crappy life very well. <laughs> he was in Sharknado Five. They made called... a five. Yeah, there's so many of the Sharknado. Wow. Uh, he plays a character called the Hawk. <laughs> now I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> this is basically him. I gotta watch this movie to understand. Do you remember the game Skylanders? Mm-hmm. Of course. We had, like, the figurines, yeah. and you put them on a portal, and you played them? Yeah. He voiced a character called Flame. So, yeah, Tony Hawk has... This is his 
debut as not himself in any movies. His name is Jeff Hawk. Je- <laughs> Jeff Hawk. <laughs> um, and he's a... His dream was to be a BMX biker, but he got into a bad accident that stopped him from being a BMX biker. Yeah. And that's... He, he already had a little bit of pre-existing resentment towards uh, Korgoth because... Uh, Jeff was like, dude, you could save me from, like, expired yogurt, but, like, you can't save me from the, the bike accident. Yeah, he, he, it, flash, <laughs> it flashes back to the bike accident. Tony, uh, not Tony, uh, Jeff falls and breaks, like, you know, a bunch of bones. He looks up and sees Korgoth in the audience just eating <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he obviously could have saved yeah. him, but didn't. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, so you want to, like, you want to cash in on the fact that you throughout old yogurt i changed my mind i want korgoth to have a deep voice like a smoker voice like hey yeah so uh this uh this expired yogurt i'll be taking that you don't need that it's gonna kill you (laughs) i love it oh well so no it doesn't matter it's a smog voice anyway so it's gonna sound yeah it's whatever the dragon's voice is which is also it's perfect it's deep yeah epic dragon-like dragon-like yeah i want da- robert downey jr to play like a really minor character that's just like he's in the convenience store and just the dog lo- deal deal he just makes a dog noise and that's it that's it just yeah yeah <laughs> and they paid robert downey jr millions of dollars through that role yeah. he's no. advertised like he's like the number three actor on like the poster That'd be really funny. We should have, like, really big actors play all the extras and, like, random people, like, random people play, like, the main characters. That would be funny. But another movie. Another movie. Uh, no, yeah, we'll choose yeah. that for another time. Yeah. Um, man. At the end of the movie, after he kills Korgoth and everything, like, the, uh-huh. the skeleton king's like, all right, here's, like, 20 bucks, man. And... Uh, <laughs> Jeff goes back to his apartment, no job still. Girlfriend also is driving drives the other way with her new cool boyfriend. It's another uh-huh. person's dog. Like uh <laughs> like his life still sucks. But he's just a, it's it's the small victories yeah. for Jeff. He's, he, he, and then at the he's end his aunt happy. opens the door and she's like, "So Jeff, how did you get out?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff, let's go to Taco Bell. <laughs> And then Jeff gets in the car and they drive off to Taco Bell. Who knows if they're going back to the and insane asylum. And then back to asylum. the insane yep. asylum. Well, you don't know. you know Jeff is like, eh, so I went and I killed Korgoth <laughs> and the skeleton king. He gave me 20 bucks, see? But he's not She's a real like, skeleton. What? He's just a skinny guy. <laughs> yeah. And they live in a village where everything's like mechanical and they have convenience stores, but it's still medieval. She's like, what? <laughs> Alright, where did you get the $20 from? He's like, I told you, from the Skeleton King. Like, no, Jeff, where did you actually get the $20 from? And then a single tear just rolls down Jeff's face. Just like, yeah. <laughs> and it the, it drops onto the $20. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then it just fades out. Yeah, roll credits. <laughs> Oh my god. I'd watch it. 
feel like we're pushing boundaries with this movie. What boundaries? <laughs> what are we pushing? Boundaries. Here? You know. If there are any, they've been pushed. Nobody's ever made a movie like this before. That's what I will say. There's probably good reasons as to why they haven't. Of course. Of course. And this movie's probably going to bomb at the box office, but that's all. That doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. We're not in it for the money. Yeah. Just wait until you hear our idea for our next movie. Now, that, this movie coming up, that's, that's a movie right there. Because I know what it is already. Actually, yeah. Our past it's a selves. solid movie. We, yeah. we were good in the past. Yeah, this movie was ridiculous. The next movie, though, is like pretty sick, actually. You want to go see it. I might have to talk to some good people. I'll have to pull some strings. Yeah, pull some strings here. Make this movie. <laughs> you're going to see in like three weeks, you're going to see an advertisement for some crazy sci-fi movie. <laughs> what, are, what are the... Oh, well, no. Don't, don't yeah. give away too much. I won't spoil anything. Uh hmm? But, I mean, I'm not sure if there's going to, going to be a smooth transition into our second half. So I think we should just... We'll uh, see. We'll see. Yeah. This one, I literally just, like, opened my Reddit, and it's, like, at the top. Okay. I, 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 I like this one. I think we could do something with this. You are an AI on board an unmanned spaceship, exploring and mapping out the cosmos when you encounter an alien species. However, these aliens are unfamiliar with AI and have instead concluded that your ship is haunted by ghosts. So there's no actual... Okay. There's no actual manifestation of this AI except that it lives within the computer's of the yes, ship. there's so no physical yeah. like robot or something like it's yeah. just in the ship. Okay, I don't. Do you think we could? No, run for with sure, one hundred percent. That's okay. a good one. That's a really good one. Okay, so these aliens. So I don't. Do you want me to read it again for like just cleanliness of the when you edit it? Uh, no, no, no. That's that's totally fine. I get it. We, okay. we, we can we can we'll roll with that. All right. So yeah, we're the main character is the AI. We gotta have, you know how like in Iron Man, the AI is named like Jarvis or something, and like there's Cortana, like what is this? It needs to have like a cool, okay, before we start actually, did you want to, you know, no, 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 no. we're just rolling with it. I was gonna ask you if you wanted to go funny or serious, but no, 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 now we're, we're I just wanted to like find out as we go if we're funny <laughs> or serious. You know? Um, well, I think making it i think we should try making like an actual action movie yeah like no n not many jokes like okay. we'll, we'll probably slip in a couple jokes but like i want to try kind of take this seriously yeah, yeah okay I'll f i feel that i like that yeah uh, so but like I, I, the genre is like action thriller like action thriller like psychological almost too like i think that'd be really cool yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So the AI's name. I was thinking Clarence or something, but that's like too goofy, you know. I think it's got to be like short and sweet. Like Cortana is short, Jarvis is short, like uh, Siri. Luna. Ooh, I think that's kind of cool. I like Luna. Luna. Yeah, 
who voices it. So with the name Luna, probably female. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michelle Obama. <gasps> oh. Starts her acting career as oh Luna. Oh my god. I this is already amazing. I like that. I would if yeah. you if someone came in and pitched like, oh yeah, Michelle Obama wants to voice an AI system in our movie. Like I hell yeah. Stop that movie would be on instantly. I'd be like, full, how much? Full how stop. Much tickets? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How much are tickets? Uh, three hundred dollars. I'll buy six. Done. Yeah. Done. Me and the whole family would go. That's oh, that's so good. Okay. okay. Michelle Obama play playing Luna. Okay. All right, so now we need aliens. The race of aliens is called... Gorb... Gorbits. Gorbits. The Gorbits. On the planet of... Uh, on the planet of... It could be like X, it's X32A914, like some crazy name, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, just throw yeah. in like... Yeah. Oh, what if we did... Uh, Elon Musk's child's? Yeah. Oh, for sure. X12 AE, whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just slip that under. Like, I think that would be pretty cool, like, having, like, Elon Musk's... Was it daughter? Or son? Uh, son, I think. I think. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel the, like looking it up. Either way, it's a His unisex child. name. Gender, gender neutral name. Yeah, I think that's why they... Chose yeah. that name to be gender neutral. I mean, they could have done so many other names for gender neutral there's, neutrality. There's so many, yeah. Cameron, but. whatever. We digress. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think naming the planet after that would be really cool. Uh, the Gorbits come on their spaceship, and um, I yes. So the spaceship is mapping out the, the this this galaxy or the universe even, and it lands on this planet, right? Because it's surveying, and if there's any life forms or anything about, and so it sends out a rover with Luna on the rover. The Luna's like taking the rover around the planet. So right. the ship is unoccupied, I think, at first when the Gorbits <gasps> first find it. Oh, that's so genius! Yeah, so they don't think anything of it. They just think like the crew is like off the ship. Yeah. Oh, that's so genius! I love that. I feel like the are the Gorbits kind of like human-like in the in the way they think, or like what do you think? Like, they don't have to look like humans, but okay. I think we should make them human-like in in like their logic and like because like humans are smart, but we're also pretty stupid. Yeah, and like I believe. It, like if you were to make it like the human race it could easily be in the scenario just as easily of like thinking that this ship is unmanned and it's haunted especially with no knowledge of any kind of intelligence that's not actually a life form exactly so i think the the logic and like the way they think the of the gorbits should be human like yeah yeah and that makes the Gorbits a little bit more relatable as human uh, viewers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm having so many ideas right now. Like, what if the planet is unlivable on the surface, but completely livable underneath the surface? Mmm, so she doesn't find anyone at first. Yeah, until yes. she gets back to the ship. And it's right, like, and then that's what she notices, like, everyone's there. Or not yeah. everyone, but, like, the search party. Yeah, 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 exactly. Is there... And 
she's like, hello, greetings, welcome to the spaceship. Yeah, the lights all go on and everything. Yeah, and it's like a big moment and like the, like, uh, we have like an orchestra, like, Dude. It's like, (gasps) whoa. And they're like, what the hell? Dude. Like, yeah, Yeah. it's a a search party of like four people, I think. Yeah, like a small search party, not big. Yeah. And then uh, they they get, they obviously get startled. They don't like ask any questions. They immediately like run out. Yeah. And they go, they go back under and they, we cut to a scene of them like talking to their chieftain or like, I don't know how, how technologically advanced do we want? Like, cause sometimes some movies do like a hybrid yeah. of like, they're technologically advanced with like weaponry, but not in society or like society's more advanced, but like they're archaic in like some other type of way, like. How do we want to go about that? I was thinking they. I want them to be kind of like. I feel like they should be kind of technologically advanced because their backstory. I feel like would be cool if they lived on a other planet at one point, but uh, was kind of taken over or something bad happened. That they escaped to this planet. You or know? you know what would be like? They were so technologically advanced, but they like. They were like humans in the way of like they were polluting their home planet. Yeah, yeah. And so they were forced to technologically advance somewhat into space travel, but they weren't able to take all of their technologies. And so like the buildings and stuff don't look technological. It's just built out of like dirt and like mud and crap. Yeah. But like they do have like... um like they managed to like have some electricity and a way of like making electricity and they do have like touch tablets and stuff like that so like it's kind of mixed in like their original technology yeah. mixed with their like archaic like restart I like that a lot actually yeah 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 okay yeah okay so this is really cool so far mhm they do have like weaponry wise like Nothing too, like, crazy, like, advanced, but just, like, simple, like, plasma rifles and, like, like just laser, like, pistols, something like that. Because if, if we're sending them into space, they're, pro- they're going to, like, meet other, yeah, like, yeah. either hostile or peaceful, like, alien races. Yeah. So they, like, if we make, like, another alien race that they're hostile against, uh, like... We can't be having them fight with like, uh, like yeah, crappy like with guns and stuff. slingshots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like a musket. Yeah. It's like that doesn't. That's not gonna work. Okay, so I think Luna, the ship that Luna's on, is like an incredibly advanced. Like, it, it can like handle warfare really well too. I think that might. Oh be... yeah, like Luna is completely decked out. Yeah. Like she comes from a uh uh. Like planet system, and I say system because like it's not just one planet. Like this race, it it be like either humans or like we make it like another like different alien race, is so technologically advanced that they've inhabited other planets. Yeah. In their system, so it's not just like oh this civilization. Like it's a whole planetary system that 
has sent Luna out to explore the universe. Is that is that civilization still around? Do they still exist? The one that sent Luna, or is Luna out like so far into space that the oh, the original civilization is extinct and this Luna is still going? Scientifically, if we want to get like kind of close to science, scientifically speaking, they would be in st- they would be extinct. But she is under the impression that they're still alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like collecting all the data. Yeah. And so, like, she's like she's, she's been light years out, like hundreds of light years out from that civilization. Like, yeah, because. It's, uh, it's scientifically like if we were to send someone in a rocket ship now to like a galaxy distant away and then we learnt um we, we learnt like um like warp speed or whatever and like traveled there through light speed we would get there before them and they would be like so much older than right. at home if that makes sense right right so scientifically speaking like she would be so far out luna would be so far out that the galaxy would be extinct by then yeah okay i like that i think that's kind of what she again she has no idea yeah her has mission no is idea. still to return back there with the information she's gathered yeah. yeah. Um I think it like we should make it where like her data drives are full or something where she has to like return back. Yeah. Okay, okay. So she she can't do any more surveying and so like this planet she landed on to finish yeah, off her research and send and head back. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz the galaxy is like obviously ever expanding like yeah. you can't physically like track all of it at some point like some databases are going to get full and like you're so far away from home that like communications have been cut off i think what would be really cool is if the gore you know after a little while the gorbits start taking apart the ship right like they start like breaking it down like 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 i think uh luna goes into a dormant state like like has to recharge before she heads back on her journey. And while mm. she's in the state, that like the Gorbits take like carry the ship back to like the, wherever they are, and like start taking it apart. And so the ship can't yeah. fly anymore, right? But the AI still exists. And uh, oh, okay, okay. I just had an idea. Can I just run with it real quick? This, I mean, this goes yeah, close to go the off. end, but but um, eventually, like you know, the Gorbits taking it apart and everything, and. And Luna comes to, like, in her dorm, completely, like, taken apart and destroyed. And they're just, the, these Gorbits are just using this technology for other things now. Like, I don't know, they built a toilet with one thing. Um, <laughs> with part of it. I don't know, some ridiculous things, like, like that they recycle yeah. these parts. And But then uh, another race comes to this planet, X, third, 12, whatever. And they're, like, a hostile race, right? Mm-hmm. And Luna's, like, and, and they're all, you know... The Gorbits are getting destroyed. The planet's being destroyed and everything like that. There's nothing. There's nowhere to turn. And then Luna's like, I can help you. We just got to put myself back together. Like, oh. I think, so, to include the uh, alien race thinking that the ship is haunted 
they think that if they put Luna back together, they will they gain power from the spirits. Yeah, quote, yeah, quote, yeah. Unquote. So they have an like ulterior the, motive. Like the spirits will come and aid them in the battle. Yeah. And like they'll get like the spirits' blessings or whatever because they don't quite understand that it's an AI system talking to them. And I love that they will never, like, even at the end of the movie, they have no idea. They think that the spirits came and helped them. Like, after Luna leaves, they're just like, yeah, that was just like a, a, a spirit that helped us. Yeah. It goes from being totally. haunted to, to not being haunted, to mm-hmm. being a good spirit. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, they, they fight the hostile uh, aliens. Then they, she convinces them to go back to her home planet. And then when they get there, it's like desolate, but the technology is still there. Yeah. It's just like, I think it would be cool if it was like humans and it took place on Earth, like her home planet, because then like you would see like the overgrown of Earth, of like taking over like all of like the, the futuristic buildings and such. Yeah. Yeah, and I think so that's cool. the the race then lives there, and like that's how like the movie kind of ends of like them like living there and like learning like the technological advances, yeah. and then until finally like we do like a jump skip to like several years in the future, and someone finally like realizes like oh Luna who, like, we've been worshipping as a god is, like, she got, like, upgraded from, like, spirit to, like, now a god. Yeah, exactly. I'm, like, I'm imagining, like, like she, literally churches. Because she knows, yeah, because she knows, like, all, like, how to work all the new technological yeah. stuff because it's so technologically advanced that she's, like, teaching them and everything. So they now view her as a god or goddess. And so someone finally, like, stumbles upon, like, AI systems yeah. and it's like oh she's not <laughs> yeah. a goddess she's an AI uh. that's like just super intelligent and but I think we go about it like the cool way of like rather than like have an uprising of like religious zealots and like ah religion like be like oh we just transition from like religion to just science yeah yeah, and but, just but, like, oh, you're not a goddess. You're just an AI, which is just as cool. But 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 then technically speaking, like like Luna would be like a a historical figure that kind of like saved their species, right? So yes, it's I, like, I mean they still yeah. like regard her yeah. in like high regards, but not, not in a, a religious yeah. manner. Yes, yeah. I love this. I that love that is this. actually like a good movie. You know what I think kind of would be cool is if it ended like on a cliffhanger almost where they you know the per- the person finds out that it's an AI and like looks up and I think it just like that it, it ends. ends and like people are like what yes. like what do they do like what happens then I do yes that I, yes like, I what do they do that. with this information it just ends yeah. yeah because then and we don't I don't want to make a sequel for this yeah it, no. it doesn't it doesn't need a sequel like the audience just does whatever they want with it like this, however you yeah. think they would handle it if you think that they would have a religious uprising and like it would turn into chaos maybe this that could cool. happen this or is cool. they could just like 
be like, oh, we respect you and you helped us a lot and now we understand what you are and like how you know so much. Like that makes sense and thank you for helping us along. Yeah, this is cool. I love this. This is a movie. Yeah, dude, I would actually like really enjoy like this. Yeah, man, this is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it has the action of, like, fighting another race and, like, trying to survive. And not just, like, some stupid, like, legit, like, warfare. Like, you see bodies blowing up. Yeah. Like, it's an epic, like, big war going on. And they're, like, backs are pressed against the wall. You have Tom Hanks voicing one of the aliens yeah. because he's always in, like, some war movie. Like, That's true. Saving Private Ryan or, like, something like that. Oh, Dude, we didn't even talk about. I mean, we have Michelle Obama and Tom Tom uh, Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> like, we didn't even talk about actors no, or actresses. Totally, fine. I, I feel like we should I only have. I love. Yeah, I love Michelle Obama being the voice of Luna. I feel like everyone else should just be like an unknown actor, like a like you know underground actor, it's like something something like. I don't know. I think we could, this would be really cool. Like no names. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. We could. What what are the aliens gonna look like? What are, what are the Gorbits? Like, do we make them human? Like, look human? Like humanoid? Like, yes. Or do yeah. we like completely like go like reptilian or like short and stout or like long lanky? Like, how are we thinking they look like? We could go. There's. I think there's like two options here, right? We can go with something that's kind of like jarring and kind of like whoa what the heck but like people grow fond of or something that is really familiar and people are already kind of fond of you know what i mean like that's tough right. it's like how do you choose <laughs> sorry i was thinking if we went the funny route with this movie just make them look like minions <laughs> <laughs> literally just fucking minions yeah. literally like copied like literally just like like copy paste nothing minions that's what the and Corbett's are they talk like humans but with so uh, with minions but like with subtitles dude yeah. oh my no, god no no we're not know, we're not know, screwed up the movie like that no. but that would be hilarious that would be so funny but that would completely undermine yeah. this masterpiece that we've oh, created Oh man, that would that takes this movie from like really cool and really like kind of like thought provoking to like, uh, <laughs> like, like yeah. And, and none it of none of the trailers undercuts everything. None of the trailers actually show any of the aliens until like you go to see the movie and it's minions. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, no shot. I'm no, not doing that. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, I think they should. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to. Th I think this is one of those things mm. that if you told somebody the story that was really talented at art and coming up with things, well, you would have to give full liberty to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm kind of a fan of something that's like really jarring and really like freaky at first. Let me see. I'm going to send you a link to... You could also screen share. Oh, that's right. I'll just do that. That makes it so much easier. I'll just screen share. For listeners, we'll try to do our best to explain what it looks like. 
Do you see it? Oh my god. Okay, so... There's that, or I saw these. That's a little too, like, horror movie, I feel like. Okay. Okay, this and one's cool. Okay, so there's now... these. Let me try to explain this. Imagine Bruce Willis. Okay. Yes. You know, bald, that actually bald head. pretty... Yeah. With, uh... Ugh. Tentacles. Coming from... from, from only, like... There's only six tentacles coming from his chin kind of area. It's really but hard they're to not explain. wiggly like tentacles. Yeah, like, they're like they're horns protruding. almost. Yeah, almost horns, but like skinny like tentacles. And he has like pointy ears like an elf. And I don't want to say a pig nose, but like it's like a nose but like pushed yeah. in and like up. Uh, I, I like that look. Because yeah. it's like kind of jarring and gross, but like something you could grow fond of i feel like yeah like you could totally just like get used to that because it's yeah. human ish like it looked like it has human features it's two eyes nose ears like a normal shaped head it's just like some features that are like oh whoa yeah like like when i like that we just saw the avatar from from uh the movie avatar and like I don't, oh, the, they're called Navi. Yeah, and I don't yeah, like the, the design they chose for that because they're like, oh, we'll make them like really pretty and everything. It's just like uh, uh, they kind of look like I guess lions or something to me. I kind of like something that's gross because it's like, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. Oh, uh, the pig. That's the pig. that's some. That's, that's a movie. From yeah, that's from a movie. It might be Spaceballs. No, it's not Spaceballs. I don't know what it's no. from. No. From... Uh, it, it's like a movie. It's called There's... Mac and Me? Oh, yes. I've never seen it. Yeah, Mac and Me. Yeah. It's it's the... Anytime... So, Paul Rudd, whenever he goes on... On Conan. Uh, Conan yeah, yeah. He shows this scene. There's yep. a scene from this movie that he shows. With the car going ends, off the cliff. Yeah, it ends with... That alien just like popping up and like, huh? and like oh no yeah yeah that is and he's done it like four times right yeah every yeah, yeah. every so time he funny. goes on he's like oh yeah we'll take a take a look at my movie and just like shows that side note I think Conan O'Brien is the best talk show host he hands down best hands down. late night show yeah. uh, talk host I think well, when Jay Leno screwed him over uh, that was the worst move yeah. And it's interesting to me. He should have gotten primetime late night. Yeah. Like, did you ever see his first episode? When he, uh, before his monologue. No. Oh, my God. It's so funny. He Before his monologue, he's, like, walking through the streets of New York. And uh, he's having a normal, he's, like, on his way to his first day of the show. First mm -hmm. monologue. And he's kind of nervous. But he's going around waving to the to the delivery guy. Waving to the mailman and everything. He's just having a good time. Gets into the dressing room. He's, like, smiling. He's, like, do-do-do-do-do. Like, whistling and everything. And he's putting his books down. And then you see him tie a noose and throw it over the rafter. <laughs> <laughs> That's that fantastic. First, and people, like, the whole time he's on his way there, people are like, you got some big shoes to fill, you know, Conan. He's like, I know, I know. It's like, you feel the pressure yet, Conan? You've got some big shoes to fill. And he gets there and just throws the noose over. Like, that is one of the funniest things ever. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. man. He's, he's just so good, like... My grope with, uh, like, Jimmy Fallon. Your gripe? Yeah, my grope. 
uh, my gripe with uh, like Jimmy Fallon is like specifically Jimmy Fallon. He like forces it. Yes, one hundred. Like his laugh is very forced. And it's like, all right, guy. Like it, it wasn't that funny. Like calm down, or like he won't let guests like get an inch. Oh no! Like word wise, like there's no uh, like leeway with the conversation. Like Conan will just like let the conversation go in whichever direction. Uh, Demi Lovato has been talking to aliens. Apparently. We're taking a look at that. I'm probably going to get a virus. Uh, what is the best way to get over a breakup? It's, is it to spend time outdoors? Form deep and meaningful connections with new people and possibly new life forms? Do... What does that even mean? Spawn con? con? Do spawn con for a UFO app? If you're Demi Lovato, the answer is all of the above. In her latest yeah, Instagram okay. post... Okay. The singer who very recently and very publicly split up with their quarantine fiance actor blah, 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 says she spent the last few days in Joshua Tree National Park. Dr. Stephen Greer. Yeah, I've had enough. He's also the developer of the CE5 contact app. It's ten dollars in the app store. I've had enough. This is a this is a pyramid scheme. Which purpose? Purportedly Pur- helps. Purportedly helps. I I don't know big words, which purportedly helps users make peaceful contact with extraterrestrial civilizations, as well as locating others in your area who are interested in making contact. Yeah. What? I've had enough. I've had enough, Demi Lovato. Even. <sighs> okay. Even if aliens are real, and I believe. Aliens could be very well real. Yeah. The the universe is ever expanding, and you know there are trillions of galaxies that we do not know what exactly is in them. So the odds that the univ- that our Earth is the only one that has formed intelligent life, I, I feel is kind of. Uh, naive in thinking like there's mm-hmm. no possible way that 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 that's true that I would, I 100% ones. I agree with you so even if you know aliens are real we're saying aliens are real there is no possible way of contacting any of them and you're telling me for $10 I can right well what? It's one of those things, right? It's like, I haven't done enough research on it, though, to understand. Like, even if, they, maybe their message, maybe this article did a bad job. Maybe their message isn't, oh, we can talk to aliens peacefully. It's like, when it does happen or when it can happen, we will be the ones to 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 forefront the peaceful conversation. You know what I mean? Which would be a lot more respectable, I think, than saying, oh, here, you can talk to aliens peacefully. You know? If we were to get 1% of the population to meditate and make contact, okay. we would force our governments... <laughs> okay. okay, never mind. I'm completely wrong. Completely wrong. Did Demi Lovato say that? Um, Lovato wrote. Yep. Okay. Before plugging the CE5 uh, app. Okay, so I take back everything I said. 
it would they are a bunch of loonies we would force our governments to acknowledge the truth about extraterrestrial life among us and change our destructive habits they are all loonies change my mind demi demi did not go into what she and the aliens have been chatting about how exactly a one percent human alien connection would help the planet or whether the aliens are hot what but she hasn't disclosed whether aliens are hot um so we need to contact our friend gavin vandemark who is a huge demi lovato fan we need to tell him to stop being a demi lovato fan can we i'll send gavin the zoom info right now and just have him quickly pop in <laughs> just tell him about this oh Ga- wait gavin vandemark yeah okay i think he's busy right now well let's tell him to join next week and we could just have a whole entire day we could have an alien conversation and then like like don't tell him what's about demi lovato until I just the end. bring it up. Yeah, until yeah. the end, and say like, so what do you think about Demi Lovato? And he's like, I love her. She's my favorite. And then we're like, well, read she's this. insane. Yeah, we gotta do that. Uh, anyway, if you recently gone through a breakup and want to make more interstellar connections, but don't want to drop nine 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 dollars and ninety nine cents on an app, you can always just hang out on balconies and hope the aliens find you for free, like they did Post Malone. I'm done. Hold on. Aliens have located the perfect human specimen. That's the title. Okay, so Post Malone, I agree, is the perfect human specimen. But, like, what? Okay, in an interview with Joe Rogan this week, Uh. rapper, Crocs designer, and totally kind of hot man, Post Malone confirmed that something that let's be honest you already knew in your bones he's seen ufos multiple times i was probably 16 i was in upstate new york he told rogan for the his first experience my aunt and uncle were very strict and we had to go to bed at a very strict deadline probably 10 p.m it wasn't that strict if you can't remember the time (laughs) i was looking out the window with my cousin and it's just a light that just stays there and then just fucking goes off. That's his words exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just whoosh. You can't explain it. <laughs> when Rogan expects when Rogan expressed skepticism. Yeah. No, no, questioning, no. Of course. Questioning how strong Post's memory was of the event, Post conceded it was medium strong. The rapper went on to say that he's seen shit in Utah where he lives, as well as in L.A. I feel bad saying that I've lost respect for Post, you know? Uh... He saw what looked like a classic force field. It's kind of like a dome Ugh. in a circular shape. I'm like, how did no one else see this? But I was there with like four other fucking people and they saw it too. Uh, so, yeah. Well, 
I think we've created a really thought-provoking and cool story. Yeah, our movie is very solid. Both I, of them. I, I, I was just going to say, I love both of them equally, uh, but for different reasons. It's like you have a favorite, <laughs> you have a favorite child. Like obviously one's like better than the other, but you're like, I, yeah, I love you both you, for different you reasons. You gotta love both of them, yeah. Uh, Jimmy, I love you because you're the nicest, most caring person. You're very mature. And uh, John, I love you because you're a complete idiot and I hope you die. <laughs> yeah. It's like, thanks, Dad. Exactly. Um, well, I think that's a wrap. Wow. Ended on yeah. the fact that Demi Lovato and Post Malone have seen aliens. And De <laughs> Demi meditates to communicate with her. Yeah, and she's probably swiped right on a couple of aliens. Yeah. When she meditates, does she mean she smokes peyote? <laughs> Is that what she's doing in the mountains? Probably. That's what meditating means. Yeah. Well, actually, I gotta go. I have a meditating session, so... I gotta <laughs> yeah, I gotta... I, my, my transaction of $10 shit got through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I just got my PayPal go receipt. Yeah, we're good. I'm gonna go chat with them. Yeah. Ten dollars to talk to aliens. It's like, oh, fifteen dollars and you'll get into heaven. It's like, oh yeah, I'm buying my ticket now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good yeah. lord. So that's been Ask Jocelyn. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I have been your co-host Joshua Jerzak, uh, joined with my other host Dawson March. Uh, you can listen to this on any streaming platform, uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, Spoofy, Spoofy, uh, what's the other one? YouTube. Well, you could watch us on YouTube's. Uh, on YouTube's, and what's the one with Jay Z? I always forget. Title. Title. Yeah. We also posted on title. Uh, if you want to send us questions, because we do uh, answer questions every once in a while. Uh, you can email askjawson at gmail.com and we will sift through all of your silly questions and we'll try and answer some of them the best that we can. No matter how ridiculous. No matter how silly. If you qu ask a question saying, hey, I would like to talk to aliens. Do you know of any apps that would allow me to communicate? We would be able to say yes. And now we would like to thank our sponsor. Uh, what's the? <laughs> <laughs> we would like to. We would like to thank our sponsor, CE5. <laughs> yeah. Which is the name of the app, CE5. Uh, what? Oh man, imagine. We would imagine next episode. Like we would like to sponsor you. I'd be like, oh, aliens God. are real. You better meditate to talk I, to them. Yes. <laughs> you have to meditate five times a day and go on our app and talk to them yeah and they're very nice people if we get one percent of the population to start talking to aliens that'll force the u.s government to acknowledge aliens exist <laughs> and we get like barack obama as our, as our like our uh spokesperson Every, yeah, like he's gonna say yes we would get one percent of the people for uh, sure listen my fellow americans uh <laughs> aliens are real uh but the I only way I have talked to them myself. My good friend Demi Lovato has also talked to them, and we have uh, about one percent of the U.S. population in regular 
contact uh, with these aliens. And the only way the is only through way, this app. The <laughs> only way you can communicate them is through $10. Through CE5. Uh, you have to download CE5 onto your phone and... Uh, Commercial ends. <laughs> this 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 message was paid paid for by Donald Trump. I, I am uh, not Donald Trump, Barack Obama. Darn it! I messed no, that one up. No, no, <laughs> that'd be so funny. That'd be so funny if Donald Trump backed it. My name is Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Oh, good lord! Oh God. man. All right. Well, Have a nice night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>